the Russian podcast. And he said, well, the plumber's coming in the morning. Today, we're talking about Russian jokes and anecdotes. So, you know how I complain about online ordering in Russia? I do. I don't know if anyone else does. <laughs> yes. Very familiar with. I think I complained to everyone on this planet at this point. So I ordered stuff online about three weeks ago. And then for about a week, I haven't heard from them at all. And then a week later, I finally called them. And they told me that I was supposed to set up a call with them to confirm my order, which makes no sense in my mind. But okay, so we went line by line for things that I wanted. And then there was one item that they didn't have. Fine. She was like, okay. Next step, which I would think next step would be just fucking shipping it. No, next step is for us to send you an invoice. And what that looked like is that they sent me an email. I opened it and it was, I kid you not, obviously a page that was printed, signed and stamped. And that was scanned into the computer and sent to me. Why? What do you have to do with it? Approve it. Like say, yes, I confirm. We just talked on the phone, by the way. And that took a day. So that it took a day to receive it. And attached to that letter was, this is how you pay for it. Because I couldn't pay for it online. There was no option to do that. I had to go in person to their like delivery point and pay there in person. What do you consider a delivery point? A store? It's like stores, like... Mm, you know how like Amazon has like delivery points where you can get it? It's like a self-service. How about this question? Is the back of the store larger than the front of the store? What? Like a mullet? <laughs> is, the, is the back shelves larger than the... Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it's like a mini private post office mm-hmm. all over, you know, all over the city. Not all over, but... Yeah. And so I have to pay there in person. And then once this order is officially there, I haven't received it yet. I have to go back there in person to pick it up. What part of it is convenient? Why wouldn't you just pick it up and pay at the same time? I can't because they wouldn't ship it until it paid. But it's going to their own facility. Like, huh? mm-hmm. Okay. I think that stamp, though, that stamp was the most important part, right? <laughs> like, that government stamp, like, showing, like, you have officially purchased an item. But guys, I thought that we're doing things online partially to reduce, you know, the paperwork. So the fact that they're sitting in their Moscow office and after I re- they receive an order online, they print that page out and sign it and stamp it and then scan, they scan it back into the internet. Why? Yes, that's the shit I want because I ordered it on the internet. I don't understand why we have to go through the two more extra steps i was gonna say um if a russian troll farm can infiltrate an american election surely they can do some nasty stuff to a russian internet company i don't know 
Wait, so you think the Russian troll farms should hack into Russian e-commerce sites to make them No, no, I'm saying I'm saying better? that these e-commerce sites are so afraid of Russian hackers that they're keeping everything in like yeah. paper and they're making sure every purchase is real. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> yes, I I think that's true, but oh my god, it is so frustrating. And the thing is, you know, this might sound like I'm ordering something big or very expensive or like some sort of nuclear reactor. <laughs> yeah. Just, I've ordered, like, just Siberian tea because they're supposed to be, like, better quality and cleaner. Tea. I'm ordering goddamn tea. I mean, you know it's good quality. It came with a stamp. <laughs> <laughs> this is the same story as me trying to return a stylus to the electronic store because I'm a dumbass and I bought a stylus that doesn't work on an iPad. That's on me. Fine. I went to the store and it took me... About an hour. Once I went to the store, I had to go to one booth where a woman looked at the stylus, then typed on the computer for a good 30 minutes, printed something, stamped it again. Someone is making money on stamps in Russia, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> she stamped it, signed it. I had to countersign it. Then there was another paper that also was stamped and I had to sign it. Then she handed it all to me and said, now you have to go to the store where you return it. And I was like, what the fuck were we doing for 30 minutes? I, again, no idea. I, I go to the store, which because the actual store is closed, it was another booth. So I sit there. Again, he inspects the stylus. I was like, that lady just did that. I don't know what you think would have happened in 30 steps that I took. Well, that's a, that's a good time to swap it out with a dummy stylus. Are you kidding me? Jesus Christ. That's the perfect time to do the swap. <laughs> <laughs> and then this guy proceeds to type another goddamn paper. Again, from scratch, it seemed like, because I was there for another 30 minutes. Then he printed it, stamped it, signed it. I had to countersign it. Mm -hmm. Only then I was finally given my money back that went directly into the card that I paid with, not cash or anything. And then I had to sign that I received it, blah, blah, blah. The whole process took about an hour. I almost lost my goddamn mind. You can buy a car in less time. Yeah, you probably could. I could. Less stamps, too. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I, I don't recall getting anything stamped when I bought a car. <laughs> like, not a goddamn a thing. The <laughs> <laughs> perfect opportunity for a stamp. Anyway, so that's my rant. I mean, is this considered an actual anecdote then? When it's a story? Well, it's, that's, yes, that's an American anecdote. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to Russian anecdotes. Mm -hmm. Which are not anecdotes. They're not anecdotes. They're just jokes. And they can be super long. And they can be very short. And in Russia, you can buy, well, first of all, anecdotes are on the back of every single newspaper, magazine, because if there isn't, an anecdote, you know, in any kind of publication, people will be outraged. You can also buy anecdote books on every train station, bus station. They're super, super popular. Except for the train station that we went to. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then they're usually categories. So Russians have their favorite uh, anecdote categories that include political humor, prison humor, which I think they're probably connected one leads to the other <laughs> that's right then there's Volvichka, which is confusing a category of anecdotes um that are about a small boy who is kind of like 
A troublemaker. But but also like clever. But also clever. But also poor. <laughs> <laughs> well, all of the attributes of a Russian boy, you know. Yeah. Okay. There is a category which I don't think we're gonna touch about other nationalities that seem to punch down every time. <laughs> There are anecdotes about a man who went on a work trip, and they're all about him catching a wife cheating on him. That's a big <laughs> section. And then there's um, anecdotes about mother-in-law. Mm, of course, it's every, it's every. Yeah, that's universal. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, about alcoholism. Okay, that's that's a new one. I'd say. Ha! That's that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, not self-loathing. Uh, alcoholism? That's more like self-loathing and making fun of. Other people or yourself? More like yourself and more like okay. your culture, which is better than uh, anecdotes about foreigners because a lot of them mm. rely on just like uh, people who live in uh, south, I'm sorry, in the north of Russia. Most of those anecdotes rely on them being stupid and not knowing Russian, which is not oh. Really funny. Oh, like how <laughs> Americans make fun of Southerners. Mm. Uh, Oh. <laughs> redneck humor yeah it's like russian redneck humor so americans are making fun of their south and russians make fun of their north although russians also make fun of their south because of yeah, the about former soviet republics yeah and then there is a humor about circus and <laughs> animals <laughs> wait circus and animals are like lumped into one category they're no, distinct no. categories Okay. They're distinctly different, but most of the anecdotes I read about animals, they're really about, a lot of them is just political humor, when a set of people is just like bunnies and crocodiles to hide that they're about political humor. Mm. I'm sure those people still got, got shot, but... Yeah. Yeah. Once they read Watership Down, they just, they, they cracked the code of animals and pol- politics. Or Animal Farm. But, you know, back in the day, during Stalin era... People who wrote like kids stories where there was like a crocodile who swallowed the sun, they went to gulags and prison labor camps too because Stalin saw that maybe it was about him. <laughs> so that's funny. That's, um, that is, it's funny, but also like, not everything's about you, Stalin. <laughs> Why are you so vain, Stalin? Yeah, Stalin. And that, uh, on that topic, there's one of my favorite anecdotes is Brezhnev was asked, do you collect political anecdotes? I said, yeah, I collected uh, one gulag and a half. <laughs> I heard it as, um, hey, Ilyich, do you have a hobby? Of course, I collect jokes about myself. Oh, yeah? How many do you have? Oh, about two and a half labor camps full. Well, I guess you can apply it to every single leader. <laughs> 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 the way the anecdotes change in Russia, it's just like you replace the name of the current leader and you're good to go. Mm. So I can, I have a book here with a bunch of anecdotes. You can pick a category and we can read them and see if they're funny for you guys. Um, I want to hear the circus jokes. Okay, let's see. We're starting with circus. Yes, obviously. <laughs> uh, telephone call to the director of the circus. Hi, can you please tell me if you need a talking horse? The director is upset and uh, hangs up the phone. Then the phone rings again. Uh, excuse me, can you still tell me if you need a talking horse? Director says, 
Can you stop calling here? Hangs up. And there's a phone call again. Hey, idiot, do you think that it's easy for me to dial this phone number with a hoof? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's, I like talking horses, so it's, it's okay. you know, it's absurdly. So it works in America. All right. Oh, yeah, totally. 100%. Yeah, it works. It works. Yeah, totally. Okay, got it. Second one. Uh, a young artist uh, is going to a tour for the very first time with a circus. And friends are telling him, hey, you should get a suitcase for the road. Why would I buy a suitcase? Well, you can put their pants, um, shirt. And the artist says, well, what am I going to wear then? Oh. <laughs> this is just, you can uh, substitute it with like a young improviser yeah. goes on the road. Where am I going to put my plaid short? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> anyway, any, any young artist. Well, this section is short. There are a couple more, but I, well, that's, I mean, that figures. I, you know, I, I didn't know there was a category yeah. of joke that dealt with the circus, and it is a brief category. Any other categories that you would wish to hear? Yeah, I'm confused most by the Volvich or whatever his name is. Well, Volvichka? Oh, okay. Volvichka comes back from school, and his grandmother is asking. What were you doing at school today, Wolvichka? Grandma, we had a chemistry class and we were doing experiments with uh, explosive uh, things. And the grandmother is asking, well, what are you going to do tomorrow in your school? And he says, what's cool, grandmother? What? Because they were doing experiments with explosive things. Oh my goodness. Right, that, just, that's what they were doing. So he's just like a little, like a little hoodlum vandal. Yeah. Okay, next one. Bovishka enters the liquor store and says, uh, Hey lady, do you mind giving me nine bottles of wine? And the saleswoman says, mm, Is it going to be difficult for you, uh, dear Bovishka? And he says, Yeah, maybe I should drink only three. So that's like an alcoholism joke. It's an alcoholism <laughs> among kids joke, but it is put in a yeah. kids category of anecdotes, yeah. <laughs> So there's some overlap sometimes. That's okay. <laughs> um, this one is about a girl, not Volvichka, but I'll read it anyway. A completely bald girl is walking down the street with a bow on her head, with a giant bow on her head. And someone asks her, hey girl, how do you get the bow to stay on your head? She's like, I don't know. It just stays there since they nailed it in. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> That's that's shockingly violent. Um, also, is that some kind of pickup line? Hey, girl, how you get that bow to stick to your head? <laughs> In the Midwest, where I'm from, Scandinavian American people—they're not even—they're um, not even that Scandinavian. Just people whose people come from Scandinavia. They have Oli and Sven jokes or Oli and Lena jokes. They're just about like either a dumb couple of friends or a dumb married couple. Mm. Let me see. I pulled I pulled some up. Oli called the airline's information desk and inquired, how long does it take to fly from Minnesota, Minneapolis to Fargo? Just a minute, said the busy clerk. Well, said Oli, if it has to go that fast, I think I'll just take the bus. So I get, you know, it's a... <laughs> they're, they're dumb. Oli's dumb. I love it. <laughs> so it's like you making fun of yourselves, right? Yeah, kind of, yeah. I like it. 
I have one Vovichka joke I don't quite understand. Let's do it. Little Vovichka decided to become president when he grows up, and he did. <laughs> Is he Vladimir Putin? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a twist on a Vovichka, because, because we have a Vovichka in the Kremlin right now. <laughs> okay. Here's another one which I get, but I don't quite understand. A teacher asks their children in the classroom what kind of pets they have. All the children shout, cat, dog, hedgehog. Little Vovichka raises his voice and says, lice, ticks, cockroaches. <laughs> now that's a joke about poverty and neglect. <laughs> <laughs> and not bathing. Um, all right, so, so my suggestion for the next category, I don't know what you would what it would fall under but it's the one that kind of like makes fun of the soviet union in the last line mm. <laughs> i love those jokes but before we get to that this is can i read one more anecdote about Vovichka that also kind of oh yeah mixes totally. with a war anecdote because there are a lot of those too mm-hmm. uh teacher is asking the kids hey kids uh please tell me how you helped during the war nasty says I uh, sent to the war packages of cigarettes for the soldiers. Masha said, I was helping for the nurses. And the teacher says, good job, that's great. Uh, and Vovichka says that, oh, I actually brought bullets to the soldiers. And the teacher is like, oh my God, Vovichka, you are a real hero. I bet they said thank you to you. And Vovichka says, oh yeah, they told me, they're good, Voldemar. <laughs> What? <laughs> what? He was helping the Germans. The German? Ah. <laughs> oh. Okay, I have one more Vovichka joke. Vovichka comes comes into class and his teacher says, The big test is today, Vovichka. I hope I don't catch you cheating. Vovichka says, I hope so too. <laughs> <laughs> well, cheating in Russian schools is like also another category of anecdotes because everyone in Russia cheats on exams. <laughs> and then it just kind of continues on to their entire lives. That's why it's impossible <laughs> to order anything online. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this is continuing in with um, sort of government humor, prisoner humor. <laughs> I like how we just put it in one category. <laughs> supposed to be different categories, but very much connected. Um <laughs> Three men are sitting in a cell in the KGB headquarters. The first asks the second why he has been in prison. And he replies, because I criticized, criticized Karl Radek. The first man responds, but I'm here because I spoke out in favor of Radek. They turn to the third man who has been sitting quietly in the back and ask him why he's in jail. He answers, I am Karl Radek. It's, it's funny, but like I... You can see that one coming from a mile away. Yeah. Uh, it's one of the old ones. There is one that... Here go. During Stalin era, people are waiting for their trial. One prisoner exits the courtroom after his hearing. The people are waiting for their trial and they ask him, how, much, how many years did they give you? He said, five years of hard labor. For what? He says, for nothing. And they respond, yeah, you're really lucky. Usually for nothing, they give 10. <laughs> oh. <laughs> These are really, like, dark jokes. I mean... <laughs> They're all dark. <laughs> They're pretty dark. They're all dark. Yeah, I haven't heard 
I think the one with Carl Raddick, that was like the least dark one. Oddly. They were just in prison. Like no one, no one had vermin. No one was infested with vermin. Um, here's one that was categorized as an animal joke. A man is standing on the bridge and he's trying to commit suicide by jumping down. He's standing on that bridge and getting ready to jump and then someone touches him from behind. He turns around and the man says, Hey, do you mind taking a bucket of kittens down with you? Oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, my God. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, go ahead. An inspecting commission came to a lunatic's asylum. To greet the commission, a choir of patients sang a song from a popular movie that says, Oh, how good it is to live in Soviet land. The commissioner noticed that one of the men was not singing. They said, you there, why are you not singing? And he goes, I'm not, I'm not crazy. I'm a nurse here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, I love it. (laughs) Oh, Ryan, you should tell the anecdote told about Soviet Russia and that's included in our intro. But the plumber's coming in the morning. Okay. A Russian man decides that he wants to buy a car. He goes down to the official agency, puts down his money, and is told he can t- take the delivery of his automobile in 10 years. He replies, morning or afternoon. The clerk says, why do you care? It's 10 years from now. The man replies, well, the plumber's coming in the morning. <laughs> I, like, I like this one too. A Russian, a Frenchman, and an Englishman are arguing about Adam and Eve's nationality. The Frenchman says, of course they're French. Adam treats, uh, or Adam fucks so well. The Englishman says, of course they're British. Adam gives his apples to the lady like a true gentleman. The Russian says, they can be nothing else but Russian. Who else owns nothing but apples, has no clothes on their back, and believes they live in paradise? <laughs> I, I think that's my brother's favorite joke. <laughs> Speaking of your brother, he told me a good one. He told me the the bucket one. The uh, bucket one? Yeah, two men two men arrive at hell. One's Russian, the other one's American. Satan says, "Well, boys, I'm going to give you a choice today. <laughs> so since you're both here, you get to choose where you want to go. The American hell, you will have to eat one bucket of shit a day, and the Russian hell, you will have to eat two buckets of shit a day." The American man, of course, quickly makes his decision and goes to the American hell. The Russian man thinks for a little bit and decides, well, I've already lived in Russia. I I think I'll be more comfortable in the Russian hell. And so a week later, they meet up again. The American goes, hey, how's it going over there? And the Russian replies, it's not too bad. Uh, Some days we don't have shit and some days we don't have buckets. It's just like home. Is that a family favorite? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so good. (laughs) Um, I'll tell you guys one of my favorites, actually. About, since we're talking about uh, anecdotes about foreigners, sort of foreigners. Three people are captured. uh, An Englishman, French, and Russian. 
and they said that you have 10 days to come up with the most impressive thing you can show us using only two metal balls. Um, whoever impresses us most will go free, and then the other two will be shot. Now that I'm saying this, and I go out loud, actually, like, why are they being shot? Anyway, it doesn't matter. So they're being put in a prison cell, all three of them, in separate prison cells. And then 10 days go by, and um, they come to check on them. The Englishman comes out, and he, in those 10 days, learned how to juggle with those metal balls while singing a song. And they're like, oh my god, that's very impressive. I bet other people can't do anything as impressive. But let's take a look. So they let the Frenchman out. And he, in 10 days, learned how to juggle them, sing them while dancing at the same time. And they're like, wow, that's really impressive what you were able to do in 10 days. Uh, but let's just see what Russian uh, learned to do in 10, 10 days. So they enter the cell of the Russian and they immediately exit. And they say to the Frenchman and Englishman, Super sorry, but actually Russian did the most impressive thing. And they say, what the hell? You were only there for one second. What impressive thing he could have possibly done? And they said, well, we entered and the Russian told us that he broke one and he lost the other one. (laughs) 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 One more um, of the animal anecdotes, if you don't mind. That one is, I think it was told to me when I was about 14. Uh, uh, Two wallets made of crocodile skin are laying on a store counter. One wallet costs $100 and another wallet is $500. One wallet says to another, hey, we're made out of the same exact crocodile. Why am I $100 and you're $500? The other wallet responds, well, you were made out of crocodile's back and I'm made of crocodile's penis. The first wallet says, so what? Well, when you rob me, I turn into a suitcase. (laughs) (laughs) That reminds me of my favorite dumbest joke ever. Mm -hmm. Two muffins are in an oven, and one muffin turns to the other and says, it's getting hot in here, isn't it? And the other muffin says, ah, talking muffin! I know, right? It's so stupid, but it's really funny. <laughs> I would say Russian, I mean, I haven't really seen it as a separate section, at least like in books, but like absurd uh, humor is one of my favorite uh, kind of humor and anecdotes. And there's one uh, that I think makes no sense. Um, and it's kind of long, but I think it's worth it. Probably. We'll see how you react to it. Okay. A man comes into a fruit store and asks the salesperson, can I have a kilo of oranges? Yes, so she sells it to him. He pays for them. He throws them on the ground, smashes all of them with his feet, and leaves the store. He comes back 10 minutes later and asks, can I have a kilo of oranges? She gives him a kilo of oranges. He pays for them. He drops them on the ground, smashes them with his feet, then he leaves. 10 minutes later, he comes back again and asks for a kilo of oranges. And the saleswoman says, are you a biker by any chance? And he says, yes. How did you know? And she says, oh, I just saw your motorcycle outside. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty pretty goofy. Okay, here's um, 
semi-related um, into the political realm here. Where is a mayor to get the asphalt for the road so he can drive his new Porsche when the mayor's Porsche itself is listed in the invoice as asphalt? Okay, we have to read it again. <laughs> Where does the mayor get asphalt for the roads on which he wants to drive his new Porsche when the Porsche itself is listed in the invoices as asphalt? <laughs> Say uh like a book a bookkeeping <laughs> slash um it's a cook in the books joke. Yeah, a bookkeeping joke sounds very boring, but when it comes to Russian and government, it is quite funny. I have another one about um, soldiers and about America. There are a lot of anecdotes about America. A soldier asked the guard at the rocket station, how do we know if none of the rockets are missing? Um, we know by America. What do you mean by America? Well, if America is still there, that means all of the rockets are still here. <laughs> <laughs> oh very dark mutual assured destruction so when did anecdotes become a thing well when i looked online i mean i think anecdotes in general were around a very long time ago like i think i just looked on wikipedia and there was anecdote from like ancient egypt that said how do you make the pharaoh uh, fish go fishing and it said, like, put naked women in a fishing net and send them down the river. And that was the anecdote. And I think I think there's a, a Mesopotamian one. Like, the first recorded joke mm. is a fart mm -hmm. joke. Oh. Well, so anecdotes were around for a really long time. But I think in Russia, I mean, there are a lot of anecdotes from about Lenin and Stalin. So I think just like in other cultures... You know, people use anecdotes to kind of escape reality or make fun of the dark stuff so that it doesn't seem as daunting and as upsetting. Because once you make fun of it, it's right. really scary. Kind of. Gallows humor. Um, What was the Reagan joke? The, the Reagan joke was, but the plumber's coming in the morning. He said it okay. on stage. At some it sounded like he was trying to talk about how the Russians don't like the system that they're living in. So the, the actual joke you were trying to say um, is, how do you entertain a bored pharaoh? You sail a boatload of young women dressed only in fishing nets down the Nile. Oh, that's the end of the joke? <laughs> okay. Yeah. They've perfected that's, them a bit. Because <laughs> everyone knows the pharaoh's horny. Um, here's one from the 10th century. What hangs at a man's thigh and wants to poke the, poke the hole that is often poked before? Well... A key. <laughs> oh, they wanted it to be dirty, but then it wasn't dirty. I feel like the themes were always so, there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So this is, okay, the the world's oldest recorded mm -hmm. joke, the Sumerians, it's, it's not funny. This is the joke. Something which has never occurred since time immemorial. A young woman did not fart in her husband's lap. Wow. Yeah, what? Eating what? a lot of beans back then, huh? That's it. That's that's the joke, I guess. Those were not funny times. I am glad that I live now. Nope. I wonder if it like rhymed or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, maybe this particular woman was very farty and... But this has... It says it's it's literally never... It's never not happened. Oh. Uh. 
There were some sad and smelly times back then. <laughs> Is it just like the humor was very juvenile because like the whole race of humans was very juvenile, you know, like they were, it's a young race at that point. And everyone died at the age of like 25. So you would imagine. Right. They were writing jokes when they were like 12. Yeah. Can I tell you an animal joke? I have two more animal jokes. <laughs> <laughs> you ask every time. <laughs> In case if you're tired of them. <laughs> no. Um, porcupine was walking through a field. Through the forest, through the river, then through the forest again. Then he remembered he can't swim in the river, so he went back to the river and drowned. <laughs> <laughs> One more. About um, animals? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Two sharks meet. Hey, how's it going? Just hungry. Uh, people are not swimming nowadays. Hey, but I heard that you have a lot of divers. Yeah, we do have a lot of divers, but... They're very tough and smell and taste like rubber. Uh, you're an idiot. You have to peel them first. <laughs> is the um is the porcupine joke like a like a propaganda or misinformation joke? Is that like its veiled meaning? I don't know. I didn't interpret it that way, but because like th what they tell you is that you <laughs> should drown, but you, you didn't. Should be a, you should be a good comrade. So they told you they mm -hmm. told you something that wasn't true. Yeah, you should go be a good comrade and go drown. I don't know. I'm sure you can interpret it that way, and I'm sure maybe it did get interpreted that way. We'll never know, because this man is probably not alive for one reason. Probably not. No. Okay, I have one which is um, a little too pertinent. <laughs> oh, God. A woman is walking in the street carrying a bag full of toilet paper. A passerby opens his mouth and says, Hey, woman, where did you buy all that? And she goes, Buy? Are you crazy? I'm just coming back from the cleaners. <laughs> Once again, that could be like another pickup line. Like, hey, girl, where'd you get all that toilet paper? <laughs> hey, woman. <laughs> um, Clay had a good joke about exhibitions. A woman comes back and goes back home with two bags full from the grocery store. Then he enters the building and she sees a man in a coat and he opens the coat, he's completely naked, he is an exhibitionist. She looks at him and she says, oh my god, I forgot the eggs. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, I like, I like that, you know, she's not grossed out, like she's not, mm -hmm. she's not playing into his, his thing, his shock value thing. Yeah. Russians are in faith for the most part. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I have another one. A Russian worker is visiting an American um, counterpart, factory worker, and he's showing his house off. And he goes, this is my, my room with my wife. This is my children's room. This is our guest room. This is the office. And the Russian man goes, yeah, this is exactly like my house at home, except without all the extra doors and walls. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Were there anecdotes that you said that you didn't quite understand? You have more of those? Uh, yeah, the Vovichka ones I didn't understand. There's this one about cassette players, and I think I just don't. I just think <laughs> I don't understand. I don't understand what a cassette player is. Okay. Well, whatever, 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 <laughs> no, youngster. No, wait till you hear this joke. Uh, two cassette players meet up. One is Japanese. The other is Soviet-made. The Soviet one says. 
Is it true your owner has bought you a new cassette? The cassette player says yes. The Russian replies, can I have a chew? (laughs) 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 Why are you laughing? Um... You know the cassettes they used to get chewed up? Mm. Okay. Right? Yeah. They did yeah. that in mm-hmm. America too, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So all they're making fun of is that Russian cassette player is shitty and it always chews up the things. And Japanese probably doesn't. Okay. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. I have a recent Russian joke. Mm-hmm. Vladimir Putin is calling the White House. Oh, boy. Hello, Donald. I would like to discuss Ukraine with you. Trump. What's Ukraine? Putin. Thanks, Donald. (laughs) Uh, We might get shut down after that one. We might, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, goodbye, all the listeners. It's been a good (laughs) one. Until Amy decided to joke about our current president. (laughs) And I say our. Mm. Yeah, that's the first Putin joke we've ever told, ever. (laughs) Ever. Let's talk about another big category, which is man goes on a work trip and catches his wife with a lover. Here's one. A man uh, is talking to his friend. Can you imagine? I come home from work and I see my wife in bed with some kind of Swedish guy. Oh my God. What did you tell him? What can I tell him? I don't know Swedish. (laughs) (laughs) A guy, a guy learned about his wife betrayal. And he uh, comes home, he runs home uh, during work time to catch her. He is looking everywhere. He looked under the couch. He looked in the closet. He looked in the kitchen. And then he goes into the bathroom and sees Arnold Schwarzenegger in there. And Arnold Schwarzenegger tell him, well, did you find him? And the man goes, no, no, I'm going to go look under the bed now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, those were my favorites. <laughs> oh, here's one about Soviet Union that I really like. The man brings his son to the doctor. Doctor, my son doesn't eat anything. He doesn't eat meat, butter, sausage. The doctor says, why doesn't he eat any of that? And um, the man says, well, we don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I forgot my favorite Vovichka joke. Vovichka is sitting in class and the professor goes, all the kids who get A's and B's will go to heaven. Those who get C's and D's will go to hell. Vovichka raises his hand and goes, sir, is there any way to pass and uh, not die? (laughs) (laughs) No, and no, there isn't. And that's why he became president. Smart. Yeah. Here's a doctor joke I like. Um, A sick man comes to the surgeon. Doctor, my stomach hurts. The surgeon looked at him and said, I can't cut your ear off. And the sick man got mad and he left. He comes to the therapist. Doctor, my stomach hurts. And I went to the surgeon and he told me he'll cut my ear off. And therapist says, oh my God, those surgeons, all they want to do is cut. I'm going to prescribe you some medicine, and in about a month, your ears will fall off themselves. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, one more. In the hospital, one man complains to the doctor. Doctor, 
one man in my room. Well, in Russia, there are like multiple people in a room. Do I have to specify that? Yeah. What do you mean by like multiple people live in a room? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, in the hospital, like back um, when I used to go to Russian hospitals, when I was hospitalized for like multiple weeks, there were about like nine people in a room. So just to make that clear, uh, you don't have like a private room. Um, so in a hospital, one um, one guy complains to the doctor. Doctor, they put a man in my room who thinks he's a lamp. The doctor says, well, just let him think he's a lamp. Yeah, but I can't sleep with the light on. <laughs> okay, one more. Hold on. Oh. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Wait, wait, wait. Does that mean the man is just standing there yelling? How how is a man how could a man be in the on position as a lamp? Well they're both in a way crazy. Like he complains about a man being a lamp and obviously it's kinda his problem <laughs> because the man being a lamp affects him because he imagines that it's bright in a room. <laughs> right? I guess so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, can I tell I'm gonna tell my favorite joke and i don't mm-hmm. think it's an anecdote okay a man has finally arrived to his hotel for the night and he gets ready to fall asleep and he hears a knock on the door the front get uh, a front desk attendant is there and he goes sir I'm, i apologize but the military has showed up and we are now putting three military units per room please make this accommodation thank you a couple hours are going by, and these men, these military men, will not go to sleep. They are partying in the room. And so the the man gets up, goes downstairs, tells the front desk, Can you bring up tea in 30 minutes, please? And he says, Of course. The man goes back to his room. The party is still going on, of course. He lays down in bed, waits for about 15, 20 minutes to go by, stands up, goes over to the outlet, and says, uh, Vladimir, I'll take a cup of tea, please. And goes back to bed. Ten minutes go by, the door knocks, a cup of tea comes in, and all the men, the military men, go to bed. Because they're being bugged? They think they're being bugged. But I think there's an end to that joke. What's the end? That the front desk says that, oh, and Vladimir said that you shouldn't ask him about tea. (laughs) Okay, so the room is actually being bugged. Yeah. Gotcha. I was once in Moscow... Back when I used to work for uh, a government-related project, and I was there, I moved in, I was trying to go to bed, and the front desk knocked, and they said, excuse me, we're counting towels. And I was like, the fuck are you doing? Okay. So they were in my room for like good 10 minutes, and then the next day- Wait, how many towels were in this hotel room? Why did it take them 10 minutes to count the towels in your room? I wasn't, I wasn't like- she was just in my toilet in, in my toilet room. I don't know what she was doing. <laughs> Damn, I, I had no idea. I was so exhausted. It was just like right after my flight. And then the next day, I was talking to the embassy person, and I was like, "Yeah, I was trying to go to bed, and they came to my room to count my towels." He was like, "They were bugging your room," and I was like, "What? Why is this so chill?" And you were not even surprised by it, but mm-hmm, turns hmm. out. You've been bugged. They were very bored with bugging me. I'm pretty sure I said no, <laughs> nothing at all. I just slept. I like to think the microphone in the bathroom just disconnected and they had to go fix it. 
Probably. <laughs> she was just doing some very complicated repair of the microphone. Mm-hmm. Some sound checks in the bathroom. <laughs> She's doing the clapping to sync the audio. And... <laughs> the audio and video together. You're just laying there and you hear, and the one, and the two, just. I mean, the last thing you want to be doing is watching, you know, closed caption feed or uh, closed circuit feed and not have synced audio visuals. That's just. <laughs> it's just yeah. annoying. Agreed. When you're already stuffed in a, a van with two other people, please. <laughs> Talking about crazy people. A woman is complaining to the psychiatrist. Lately, my husband has been acting really strange. Once he drinks his coffee, he eats the cup, but he leaves the handle. And the psychiatrist says, that is very strange. The handle is the most delicious part. <laughs> <laughs> any, 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 more, any categories that we missed? I have more animal jokes. <laughs> <laughs> at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah, there's animal jokes, but it's the shortest section at the end of the podcast. I have more animal jokes. Well, Do you want to hear another animal joke? <laughs> I'll tell you <laughs> two more. Yeah. Yes. Two more. Yes. <laughs> Let's cap it off with some an- the, sh- the smallest category of animal jokes. Um, a crow is sitting on a tree um, and she sees that a cow is climbing the tree and the crow says what the hell are you doing I want to eat some apples but this is not an apple tree oh I have them with me <laughs> <laughs> and the last one well it's not a lot I have more but let's make it the last one <laughs> A man uh, went fishing with his dog. Uh, he made a hole in ice, and uh, he's catching the fish. And all of a sudden, out of the hole in ice, a cow comes out. And she says, hey, do you have a cigarette, man? Man gave her a cigarette. And the cow says, all right, thank you very much. And he jumps back, and she jumps back into the hole in the, in the water. The man is so confused, and he is shocked, and he's looking at the dog. And the dog says, what? What? I don't know. I'm shocked, too. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. We're ending on that one, huh? It's, yep. <laughs> Talking dogs and cows. <laughs> well, we can we can keep going until you find the anecdote uh-huh. that is worthy of the end uh-huh. of the podcast. <laughs> mm. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Ryan was displeased with that one. Even though it had attacking animals, it had everything. A crocodile is swimming down. The- oh, it's another. It's another crocodile joke. <laughs> another crocodile joke. <laughs> There's another. Is a crocodile joke? Is this one going to be a dick joke too? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, no spoilers. A crocodile swimming down the river, and he sees that there's um, a monkey sitting on the shore, and as she's catching fish. Crocodile was thinking, mm, I'm going to ask her how many fish she caught. If she says that a lot, I say, idiots are lucky. If she says very little, I say, you're an idiot, that's why. So he swims um, to the monkey and says, hey, monkey, how much fish did you catch? 
Keep swimming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Keep swimming, you green turd. <laughs> That's it. What's happening? What's happening to these jokes? They're just getting more and more absurd. Just talking. It's just talking animals mouthing off and smoking. You see how these aren't jokes? These are just insults to animals. <laughs> Wait, let me see if there's another one. <laughs> of course there's another one. They're just deteriorating in quarantine. I think they're funny. I think you're deteriorating in quarantine. <laughs> okay, here's a good one. There is a microphone being dipped into the pool where there are like dolphins swimming, and that pool is located in a military base in America. The reason they dip the microphone is because they want to record animals and who are potentially talking and they want to figure out if they're smart and can communicate with each other. And one dolphin uh, says to another, what should we say? And the dolphin responds, let's say something in Russian to freak them out. <laughs> um, P.S. That joke is the plot of a movie called Day of the Dolphin. <laughs> what? Where they teach dolphins how to speak. Oh, you know what? Wasn't there news just recently, like last year, they found beluga whales with something attached to them and they were russian spies yeah. mm-hmm. right oh my god anecdote came to life how often are anecdotes told now in russia in what setting would people start telling anecdotes i feel like you might be just talking and something reminds you of an anecdote and you tell an anecdote i mean i would say especially when you're drinking or when you when you're talking to each other and there is like a situation that you're describing and they're like, oh, it's like an anecdote. A lot of times anecdotes are reused many times, not as a full anecdote, but as a punchline. So you would just use the punch punchline in a conversation, assuming that the rest of the people know what the anecdote is about. So when you say you can only use the punchline, do you mean that for all anecdotes or just some anecdotes? Can I say... Some anecdotes that are really popular. Okay. I can't say, yeah, but when you rub me, I turn into a suitcase. (laughs) (laughs) No, No, that wouldn't work. But like if you're making fun of, um, like if my father is making a call and he says, hey, Lisan, can can we go to the store this Sunday? And I would say like what time because the plumber's coming in the morning like he would know that i'm making fun of the fact that shit is being scheduled way ahead of time still applies even though it's not as absurd so like jokes like that that are kind of uh still applicable to the current events or jokes that are just so famous that their punchline is recognized by everyone so they might not even be applicable in a way that the anecdote itself might not be applicable to this situation, but the punchline is so funny. Like, the joke I told about the crocodile and the monkey, like, swim, swim, green turd. Like, you can <laughs> say it. Um, <laughs> I don't even, I still don't understand the point of it. How am I going to tell someone that? Because the monkey didn't say what the, was it a crow? No, crocodile. Crocodile. What the crocodile expected. Crocodile thought that the monkey would answer him with, like, his question seriously instead of just, like, fuck off. But how is that? Because the crocodile put so much thought into, like, 
You know, because he's like, oh, if the monkey says this, well, then I'm going to say this. And then if the monkey says that, well, I'm going to say that because she's an idiot. Mm -hmm. And the monkey's just like, no, you're an idiot, you green turd. Okay. (laughs) That's, I mean, that's, that's the thing about jokes. They're not funny once you explain them. I didn't think it was funny when it was. (laughs) (laughs) No. Okay, I have one. Is it an animal anecdote, Um, though? Yes. All right, then you can tell it. Uh, A frightened man came to the KGB. He said, my talking parrot has disappeared. The KGB said, this is not our case. Go to the criminal police. He said, excuse me, I know I have to go to them. I am just here to tell you, officially, that I disagree with that parrot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he turned his parrot in. His parrot (laughs) under the bus. (laughs) Any last favorite anecdotes? No. None, none of them made us laugh at oh, all. Oh, no. Favorite isn't like a new one or favorite isn't like... <laughs> favorite isn't like one that was... Yeah. Which one was our favorite? Well, I know which one is Laysan's favorite. Which one? The one you tell for the last 20 years. It's the it's the the wallet. Yeah, the wallet. The crocodile wallet dick joke. <laughs> I love that one. But I also really love the... The joke about the shit bucket. <laughs> the whole shit bucket. <laughs> Those are two of my favorites. Amy, how about you? Um, I like some of the dumb boy ones. I fr- Volvichka. Volvichka. Yeah, I mean, he's just a little, he's just a little rapscallion hooligan. I don't. The one with like the lice and the cockroaches. That one tickled me. How? I barely understood that one. Just. <laughs> Because his pets were his vermin. I would have to say mine's probably the collecting jokes uh, prison camp one. Hmm. Ryan is into dark humor nowadays. I think we all I just are. Think it's, I just think it's the one that really comes out of nowhere. Yeah, the the monkey, the monkey mm-hmm. one. That that's that's so grounded okay, in reality. I guess I have I have two. I have two. <laughs> um. Uh, I guess. <laughs> Rules. It needs to both be funny. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> Swim along, you green turd. <laughs> See, you almost used it in the Next time someone is talking to you and you're not really into what they're saying, you just yeah, can yeah, say, yeah. along green turn. Uh-huh. And then you can pay for my medical bill for the black eye I'm going to have. <laughs> well, you can say it to at least yeah. Amy and I, because we will understand what you're referring to. So next time Amy is annoying you, you can say, <laughs> swim along. Green and I'll turn. know exactly what you mean. <laughs> exactly. That's how we can find fans of the podcast. We can just swim along, Green Turn. That's the merch. <laughs> the That's merch. the merch. <gasps> oh, A merch. tote bag with swim mm-hmm. along, Green Turn. <laughs> <laughs> the, most, the most unsuccessful merch of all times. 
Or the <laughs> most <laughs> successful merch of all time. My only um. Mm. Well, you know, there's can also be a picture of a monkey fishing. Oh, yeah, just to, cl- to clear up any confusion. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely. <laughs> I love I would it. Buy I would buy it. So, <laughs> oh hey, that's already right? two people who would buy it. Yeah, I'm sure the run of two t-shirts is real cheap. Success. <laughs> Um, okay, well, I will keep collecting anecdotes, so maybe we'll do another one. <laughs> and Ryan can <laughs> choose to not participate in that. There's some good ones in there. <laughs> if So if we asked Ryan to do another episode about anecdotes, he would tell us, swim, swim <laughs> along, green turds. <laughs> all right, well, that's all I got for today. I'm going to go eat breakfast, and you guys can go to sleep. Sweet. (laughs) Sleep. Sweet, 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 sleep. It was nice talking to you, ladies. It was nice talking to you guys, too. And uh, uh, sorry, Vladimir Vladimir, (laughs) I'm sure you're listening. (laughs) He's just kind of come in and count the Wait, wait, wait. When you say he's listening, do you think he's listening now or when we release the podcast? Now. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> you think he's waiting for the edit? No, no. no, no. Vlad does not sleep. I mean, I, th- I feel like we do a pretty clean edit. You know, I feel like he'd appreciate that. <laughs> but when we do the edit, we cut out all of the insulting parts. Don't tell him that. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we're definitely canceled. Okay. <laughs> this is our last episode. We can have some unaired episodes in the gulags, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we could do an episode live from the gulags. Oh. Uh, <laughs> well, the quarantine was right? our training, so. I'm not going to make it. <laughs> Hopefully they're going to be out of out of buckets for shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Uh, we'll catch you next time. Thank you. Let me out. Everything's clear. And he said, well, the plumber's coming in the morning. <laughs>